0: Hey, all you cool cats and kittens, this is H.O.G. traveling the airwaves at supersonic speeds to deliver the new sound of the next decade. Just kidding, this is Hoagie from I Can Marvel All Day, and I have taken over this podcast. Alec, you should never give me login information because things like this just might happen. Well, so anyway, so here we are, and rest assured, my intentions are pure. And what I wanted to do is put an interview that we did on my show uh, between me and Alec. And I wanted to play it on this show because I think more people should hear about it. So here we go. Roll that tape. All right. This is Hoagie from the past. I'm here with Alec, the chief editor, executive editor, chief executive editor. But I like chief CEE, the chief executive editor. Sure. Sure. All right,
1: Whatever you say, Hoagie.
0: (laughs) And also uh, co-host of the Keep Your Voice Down podcast. And uh, we started our podcast on our first episode. Uh, Alec and I had a conversation about the Watershed Voice. And so I thought it was fitting to end the year and give an update. Um, So Alec, for those that don't know, how would you describe the Watershed Voice?
1: Well, I can give you the company line and then maybe go in a little more into detail. Uh, the company line is We are an independent, uh, nonprofit community news organization uh, based here in Three Rivers, Michigan, covering St. Joseph County. And we eventually hope to uh, maybe spread our wings a little bit and go into Kalamazoo. Basically, what Watershed Voice is, um, we try to celebrate the people in our community that deserve it and maybe don't always get that shine from other uh, news agencies, whether it's because, you know, they're busy covering other things or what have you. We view ourselves as a news magazine um, with a rich uh, multimedia presence as
0: well. So that's how I would describe Watershed Voice. And I, I've kind of been involved, of course. Uh, I feel like that maybe has changed from the initial vision. I mean, do, do you, is that right to say?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. it's and evolved.
0: How, how did, how, I mean, how, how is that, what's that story?
1: So basically when we started this thing, um, and I don't know how much you want me to go into this or not. Um, I don't know what your future questions are here, but basically back in February, uh, I was downsized by the three rivers commercial news. I was the managing editor there for Uh, the better part of three years, staff writer a year uh, in addition to that. So right around four years of the commercial news. Um, And I got laid off because they went down to two days a week publishing. And that is a common occurrence now across the country with small town newspapers. So I had some decisions to make. Um, And basically what it came down to was this is my home. This is where I want to be. This is where I'm going to continue to be. I'm married. uh, I own a house here in Three Rivers. And I'm dedicated to this place that I've been dedicated to for the past four years. So basically what it started out was there was going to be a gap to fill, right? Um, We weren't going to have five days of print anymore or six days of print, actually, as it was with the Three Rivers Commercial News. So we wanted to eventually, once we got off – On the right foot, we were going to transition to from an online-only thing uh, to a daily newspaper five-days-a-week print. Obviously, you know things changed dramatically for everyone um, in February, March, uh, with the pandemic, COVID-19. So we decided that we were going to go the online-only route for a while. Um, And honestly, like... It's really, I think, the best way forward. There have been a lot of things that have um, affected newspapers around the country. And one of the big things is most of the revenue no longer comes from subscribers and supporters, but from advertisers. And it's such a huge gap now that if you don't have it advertising, you're done. Um, You have to go down to two days a week. You have to, you know close down operations. What I wanted to do ultimately was create something that was sustainable by the people who need this service the most, the people in this community. Um, And that's why it's watershed voice community supported journalism, because we're all in this together. Um, And that's basically the common idea, but we went from being, Oh, we're going to be a print publication to we're going to be online only because of, again, necessity because of the pandemic. But ultimately we realized that that means we don't have a print deadline. That means we can print what we want to print when we want to print it. Um, we don't have to save anything for the print edition. We can just publish what we want to. And being independent and being, um, you know, uh, community supported, we do not answer to anyone, But our board and our board is, you know, chock full of like minded individuals who just want what's best for this community.
0: Uh, What you're talking about is, I mean, that's some super important stuff. I mean, not only for our community, but for democracy in general, Uh, the press is a super important, particularly journalists are a super important part of, you know, how we I'm sorry, how we function as a country, I always I always joke with you. I say, well, you know that the press is my favorite branch of government. You know, as far as checks and balances, that's an additional one. And getting the information out to the people and making sure things don't happen behind closed doors. And, you know, like you were saying, giving people a voice. And, um, I mean, if, if we want to talk about our values, uh, making sure that people can be heard. I think that's important. Um, so next question to kind of go along with that I wanted to ask you is – you know, you, you talked a lot about your vision. Your If there's anything for the future, like as far as your dream, like, you know, things upcoming for the Watershed Voice or where you'd like to see the Watershed Voice in five years. I mean, can you paint a picture of that for us?
1: Yeah, ultimately, what I'd like to do is I'd like to build upon what we've started so far. And what that's going to take is, like I said, a community effort. And what that means is um, valuing what this is, what we have, and you know, making it work in whatever capacity that is. So what I would like to see in the next several years is I would like to see us um, you know, making enough money every year where we continually uh build on our staff and the equipment we have and basically just our reach. Because what I want to do is I want to be able to tell all the stories that matter uh, in this county. And in order to do that, we need more journalists. Like you said, um, if you don't have the people um, and you can't pay them a living wage um, to do that, to do that work, then that information that seems so readily available on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram won't be because there will be no one there that you can trust um, that is a reliable and classically trained uh, journalist. So, what I want to do is, I want to give those people who are more interested in, you know, um, supporting living in and being a part of their community and giving them a job. Um, and, you know, eventually I would like to be able to hire people who maybe can't get a job at more traditional places because you know the way they express themselves may not be um the the you know boilerplate way that a lot of corporate a lot of corporate media wants them to be i want people to be themselves i want them to embrace who they are and basically i believe if you do that if you give people support if you give them a support system and you tell them hey listen, you're going to make enough money to pay your bills and you get to do important work in a place you love. I feel like that's the big idea for watershed voice. I don't want, like, I want it to be a collaborative idea. I want it to be a collaborative effort.
0: So that kind of leads us into the next topic. Um, you know, we keep bringing this up. You talked about community supported. Um, so who can contribute? What are your guidelines for that? And also, what topics are you covering? what types of media? I mean, what are the limits to the watershed voice, if any?
1: Well, I'll tell you this. The only limit that I can think of for this publication is that i don't want I don't want propaganda necessarily, and I know a lot of people will say, well how do you determine what is and what isn't?" Um, and I basically think that most of the time. I think it just comes down to, well, what can you prove, right? Um, And for Watershed Voice, what I want more than anything is I want people who are just saying, hey, here's honestly how things are. Here is how I see them, and here is why I see them the way I do. Um, Anyone, anyone, uh, I don't care if you're Republican, I don't care if you're Democrat, I don't care if you have never voted in your life um i honestly could could you know i couldn't uh care less um basically what i want is i want people who want to tell the story of their community and raise issues that they believe to be important that maybe don't get raised in other places uh in this county uh that's basically what i want but also it doesn't have to be all that it can also be like hey uh you know my kid just graduated high school And I'd like to, you know, celebrate them and send them off to college or um, my kid uh, just lost the first tooth or, you know, um, you know, Santa, whatever it may be. Like, basically, I think the idea is that the only limitations we have are ones that can easily be overcome um, just by listening to each other and being honest about our intentions Um, And I think Watershed Voice is about, like I said, community, about supporting each other um, and making things known that maybe aren't as well known as they should be. Um, Because we all come from different walks of life and I want to know everyone's story better and I want to know why they feel the way they do about certain things. And I think that's what Watershed Voice can do because we don't have anyone telling us we can't do something.
0: You've, uh, you've painted a beautiful word picture for us. Um, And I'm, I'm very passionate about what you're doing and I know you are as well. And I, I'm just really excited to see the future of this organization. Now let's be honest about it. A nonprofit organization, you need some donations. You need some some subscribers. Um, You know, how can people support the Watershed Voice? What are your fundraising goals? You know, let's plug uh the Watershed Voice some more and, you know, I'm I'm interested in trying to, you know, get people on board with being a supporter. Um what 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 can you say on that? Well, what I'll say is this, there are a number of ways you can support us. Um
1: if you can only afford to give us a dollar, give us a dollar. We'll appreciate every cent you can give us. But if you can give more, um what we're asking our most dedicated Supporters and people that you know really believe in this project is to become a watershed voice champion. Um, and basically, what that means is you don't have to give me, uh, you know, three, four hundred dollars, uh, right up front. Um, because I know you know most people can't afford that, but if you can give twenty dollars a month or you can get a monthly subscription for ten dollars a month, um, that will go a long way in helping us. Um, basically, our goal is to fund a staff of, well, right now, two full-time um, staff members, but ultimately we'd like to have uh, four or five to actually get where we want to go and then hopefully grow from there. So what what we're looking to do um, is get, you know, 100, 200 uh, Watershed Voice Champions, people who uh, get a subscription Um, but also support us above and beyond what a normal subscription would be. Um, and that's, that's kind of what we're looking for. But like I said, if people aren't able to give, and I know right now is a difficult time for everybody, um, you know, ask your friends, ask your family, um, tell people why this is important and, you know, just continue to support us in other ways that, you know, doesn't involve currency. Um, So at least, you know, fiscal, monetary uh, value. So that's pretty much how you can support us. Make a donation, uh, decide to be a Watershed Voice champion, uh, and basically just make sure that people know that we're out there.
0: Yeah, subscribe, share, tell your friends. Yeah. I mean you know it's it's something new so getting getting the word out is also important i'm sure um alec i really appreciate you joining us um i we started this podcast to support the watershed voice and a lot of our sub subscri- or our our listeners are going to understand this term but we kind of have a symbiotic relationship um you know we share equipment um we share you know, certain services, um, you know, for instance, our theme song, we have our theme song because Alec bought it for us and, you know, we advertise for the watershed voice in turn, they share our, uh, our production on, uh, you know, you, you publish our, when we have a new episode Absolutely. and, and uh, we exist together and because of, you know, we exist because of the watershed voice, because we wanted to find a way to support and create content. So it's very important to us. Um, You know, I I know if you're thinking about giving in this holiday season, you're thinking about giving for, you know, your end of year, like taxes, sort of things like that. um, Please consider the Watershed Voice. Again, Alec, thank you for being here and Happy New Year. Thank you, Hoagie. Happy New Year. Welcome back to me. Now, after this interview, I said to Alec, hey, Alec, what if someone outside of St. Joseph County wants to publish in the Watershed Voice, for instance, from another county in southwest Michigan? such as Berrien, Cass, Van Buren, Kalamazoo, Calhoun, or branch counties. And Alex said, Hoagie, if someone in Southwest Michigan would like to use our publication to share something with their community, we will gladly publish it. And we hope to eventually cover all of Southwest Michigan through community-supported journalism. Probably. That's probably what he said. Mostly word for word. I think I captured that well. Okay, so it might not be a direct quote, but basically that was the gist of the conversation. And it was easy to put it that way. Look, I know there's rules for journalism about using quotation marks. This is a... Hey, you know, the information, it's in your ears now, and we'll just move on from that. So, I want to let everyone know this news. If you're listening to this now, please share. Please share the Watershed Voice. Please like page on facebook like the page on instagram or twitter um whichever network you like to get your news from tell other people about it and consider maybe making a contribution maybe you have something that you'd like to talk about maybe there's a memory you have about your community that you want to write a story on maybe there's a a historical fiction that you'd like to to write about from uh the 1800s in st joseph county or barion or Cass. just like i said so We're hoping to partner with our community in this way and to create a publication for everyone. That's really all I have right now. And I'd love to stay on these airwaves longer, but I will end with this. Happy holidays and a happy new year.